Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. I realized that Bayra was uh, disconnected from the rest of the world. This is the Voice of Deals, and I am Irene Oostveen, Program Manager of the Governance of Inclusive Green Growth Program. Overcrowded markets, silting creeks, failing garbage collection, those are some of the challenges that cities in the Deals Program face. These cities are Beira in Mozambique, Kumasi in Ghana, Batain in Myanmar, Pereira in Colombia, Semipoji in Benin, and Manila in the Philippines. VNG International partners with city stakeholders to develop a deal that solves an urgent problem. Inclusive, sustainable urban development, but on a very concrete local level. In a series of podcasts, we interview people involved in deals. Our main question is, what or who makes the key difference at the local level? I'm Enno Bosma. I'm doing the interviews for the deals podcast. We're at the headquarters of VNG. And today our guest is Peter van Tongeren. Peter, welcome in the studio. Can you please briefly introduce yourself? Thank you. Well, my name is Peter van Tongeren. Um, I'm uh, working as a project manager in the city of Beira, Mozambique. And uh, the main uh, uh, objective of the project is to uh, improve the land administration of Beira. So that's what we are basically doing. We're digitalizing the whole archive and uh, uh, making things better. Also do a lot of capacity building uh, for, for, for management. So basically that's what I'm doing there in Beira. Beira was, was hit by uh, Cyclone uh, Idai on March 14. Where were you at that time and what did you experience? So at that time I was in my own house house i decided uh, before that the uh, magnitude of the cyclone was not so heavy that i should leave my house i mean normally i could stay in my house and uh, survive the cyclone uh, but of course i knew that there would be damage uh, to the house um, my house is on the second floor and um, or let's say first floor and um well, uh, that means that uh, it was hit really uh, heavily by the cyclone. And uh, my experience was that uh, it was more or less between 8 o'clock in the evening and 4 o'clock in the morning that there came in a lot of water in the apartment because there is a lot of water coming in. Uh, it's coming uh, horizontally uh, because of the wind inside uh, your your uh, all the rooms and you're trying to manage the water in the beginning. And in the end, you you realize that it's not possible to to uh, manage that all because uh, there was a lot of water and uh, parts of the roof were also damaged. So there started to be also water from the ceiling coming in, and there were some windows that were torn out. So how was the experience? It was a terrifying experience, I can say. 
and it was also working very hard to uh, uh, mitigate as much as possible all the effects and um, uh, so yeah it was a terrifying experience and on the same uh, hand I can say that uh, I was happy that, that I stayed in Beira because now I have a common experience with all the other people from Beira all, the, all my colleagues from the municipality I know what they went through I was in there so uh, at that time <laughs> I thought well was it so wise to stay but uh, uh, in, in, in a later perspective I thought it was good that I was there that happened uh, during the night. Uh, next day, you went out on the street. Uh, what did, did you uh, see, hear, smell? What were your first impressions? Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, I was looking outside my house and uh, the whole city, my street, it looked like a kind of war zone, a kind of post-apocalyptical uh, uh, landscape. Um, there were trees everywhere, uh, uh, electric posts, uh, wires. The the city was uh, had become a, a kind of big mess. And uh, what, what impressed you most? Maybe uh, well, it's mm, it's hard to say because it's the whole impression i mean you you start then uh, that was near my house but then you start to drive through the city and you see th this massive destruction everywhere and even the the road that was uh, near the coast I, I couldn't recognize the road anymore i mean there were trees everywhere there was sand on the road uh, it, it was the whole city was a big mess and you and parts of the city you didn't recognize anymore and uh, so that was a very shocking experience that the, the the that you saw the magnitude of the destruction that was incredible. What was the first thing you wanted to do? You tended to do uh, reconstruct your own house with your own hands, uh, or uh, gather all parties involved, or uh, make a recovery plan. So the first thing I did was go to the next day, go to the municipality and see how things were there, because that's where I work, see how my project was, and we are doing a lot of digitalization, if the computers were still okay. And so that was the first thing that I did, and also taking care because of some uh, windows were broken, uh, taking care of equipments and putting them in a safer uh, place. Uh, getting papers in a safe place that was the first thing I I, I, I did and um, the second thing was like okay now I, I also have a personal problem because uh, I didn't have uh, partly at least a roof on my uh, on my uh, house so the second thing was like okay we need to fix the roof and uh, but how because you are without electricity, without water, without mobile communication also. there. I mean, you are in different kind of worlds suddenly. And uh, so if you wanted to know how is someone, how, how is someone doing, that's another thing you want to know. How are, is everyone doing? Everyone that I know, how are they? Did they survive it? Did the, they, were they injured? So you start to drive in your car, go to houses 
of people see it because there was no telecommunication. There was no telecommunication uh, whatsoever. So you just went to the houses of the people and see if they were there and and share some experiences, uh, how they survived the last night and how it was for them. So that that's one of the other things. You want to know how people are. And then you start to think about your own house because it was raining every day and it uh, so and as it, there was no roof. So it got very wet. There were there was some other protection between the roof and uh, our rooms, but still uh, there was a lot of uh, leakage and uh, so we went uh, to see uh, a guy that could fix the roof. You found him? Yes, after five days, um, we found a guy that, that could start a company, a small company, serious company that we knew f- uh, uh, through a good friend that it was a serious uh, guy. And uh, he, they started to fix the roof. Uh, and they did about five days to fix the roof. You played an important role in uh, the making of a recovery plan for the city. Can you tell a bit about that? Yes, in the project. And um, as this was a real issue, um, I started to do something else. And this was also... Without being asked? Well, I started uh, to discuss this with the mayor... And uh, then the I think the Dutch government took over the initiative and the Dutch government, in fact, asked me to play this role and to help with this uh, recovery and resilience plan. So that's, that's how it happens. And uh, then there were also people from uh, the UN Habitat shelter team, uh, shelter team that is a team uh, by Arcadis, Arcadis has a kind of social responsibility program and they send people to make kind of assessments in this kind of situations. And together with them and UN Habitat and UNDP and with uh, consultants of the Dutch government, we together we made a big recovery plan for the city of Beira. And that recovery plan was the basis for a uh, donor conference to, to give to donors and to show them what is the damage, what needs to be done to rebuild Beira in a better way and uh, and to uh, ask them to uh, uh, for funds. An important question uh, we want to, to raise in these podcasts is what makes the difference in, in these kinds of uh, processes? Is it a person? Is, is it an attitude? Is it uh, a structure? Huh. Good question. I think in this kind of situations, it's all um, the persons that uh, that are going to do things that normally they wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, the mayor played a very important role because he stu- he had to clean up the mess in his city as soon as possible, and within a few days he already had the main roads more or less cleared. Then there were was a lot of other work still to do, so he played a very important role but i can also say that that uh, i experienced a, a good of a good um collaboration with the dutch government with the embassy also with my colleagues of vng they immediately told me hey peter your house is uh you can't live in your house anymore maybe you have to stay a little bit somewhere else uh what can we do to help you so everyone 
as it is an emergency, you can see that everyone is doing something extra, something extraordinary. For instance, the Cadaster organization, they, they said, yeah, we're giving 25,000 uh, for Beira. So, and as uh, we already had a project uh, account, we could spend that money very quickly. By the way, that also happened with some deals budget that I could also, as, as there was already a project account with money on it, we could very quickly use that money to uh, restore some buildings and to, to uh, help um, fix some immediately immediate uh, recovery work. One of the conclusions of uh, the meeting we were just in was that after a disaster, at once things are working in a normally dysfunctional city. How, how to continue this? Yes, this is a very hard question um, because I think that um, in the end people will also always go back to their normal state and that's also what people want. On the other hand, I can say that the fact that all uh, inhabitants of Beira uh, have a have a common experience that was the psyche and something outside came and and uh, was this disaster, and that makes a kind of connection between people. But to be honest, I think it will be hard to continue uh, the 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 thing that happens in an emergency. The, the best comes out of people, also the worst part of people com comes out, people lootering and things like that. But to, to keep that going, um, I think that will be very hard. But does a disaster also offer opportunities? So for sure, uh, I think now there are, there are lots of donors that make available funds, uh, for instance, for drainage or coastal protection or roads or even houses. Um, so What's most needed? The priority of the municipality is coastal protection because without the coastal protection you can do anything but if there will be a next cyclone it can destroy a lot of things again. So that's the priority and after that almost everything is priority but I would say houses of people is a very big uh, priority and also uh, companies because... Uh, in the companies also people work so if, if we can't get the companies going a lot of people will be without work so that's that are priorities yeah. how will Bayra look in one year oh that's a very good question i think Bayra already looks much better than it looked after the cyclone i mean the roads are cleared again the trees start to blossom again and uh, so it, it 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 really looks much nicer and i think in one year there will be a lot of uh, and you already see a lot of recovery work going on on the electricity etc but uh in one year there will be a lot of roofs more roofs will be fixed um and there will be more reconstruction work uh, going on but there still will be some damage. When do you fly back? You're looking forward? I'm flying back tomorrow and uh, I always like to go back to uh, Beira. Uh, I like the work that I'm doing there. Uh, I like the atmosphere. I like to be in this uh, country. And uh, at this moment, my wife is already flying there. So I already 
would like to see my wife again. So, no, I, I, uh, I like to go back. This was the Voice of Deals. Thank you for listening. Until the next time.